Work and life harmony. It's not only about work-life balance. I think that's what everybody thinks when I mention that. It's part of it, but it's also about harmony within yourself, harmony in your career, and doing the things that you love. And then it's also about creating harmony in the workplace between coworkers and leaders and leaders being able to create harmony. And ultimately, it's about creating harmony that goes out into the world. Hello and welcome to another episode of Work and Life Harmony. I am Coach Kim Betty. I've been up to some big things. I recently launched a group coaching program called Back on Track, and I was doing the free webinar today. People were talking about battling with the urge to quit, even when you have a dream come true. So I want to talk about that. And then others were talking about wrestling with the urge to quit when you've been trying to do something and it just hasn't come to fruition. And uh, then others were wrestling with the urge to quit as it relates to having to overcome roadblocks, internal roadblocks that get in our way. Uh, the topic today is wrestling with the urge to quit. So, you know, you can picture someone at the top of their mountain and they climbed up the mountain. And if you look at that mountain like a, kind of like an iceberg, we only see the tip of the iceberg. We only see the end of the story. We only see the, and then they lived happily ever after. We don't know how they got there. And so wrestling with the urge to quit, the things that it takes to get there, the tears, the sweat, the blood, the setbacks, the getting back on track, we don't always hear those parts of the story. And so it's important to realize, first and foremost, that not everybody just has it together. And I know for a fact that a lot of my clients think that like, but everybody else isn't having these struggles that I'm having. And I'm here to say that we all do. So I do believe that once we are overcomers, we have the responsibility to support each other with what Brene Brown calls that messy middle to share vulnerably some of the things that we would normally so that people understand it. Look, and I'm not talking about, I always say, I'm not speaking about when you're in the middle of the bloody battle that you stop and tell people what it is. You can, I mean, a lot of people do. There's a lot of very transparent reality kind of things coming on, but I'm saying that once you get there, don't just show the beautiful, shiny, you know, wedding photos or your, you know, 25th anniversary or your, hey, I'm a VP at now this business, let people know how you got there and the things that you had to do to, to get there. And, you know, one of the things that is particularly difficult to admit 
is when you have dreamt of something for a really long time and now this dream comes true and then you are struggling. We had a uh, mom on the webinar talking about the reality of her dream coming true and having two children. And one is um, in elementary school and the other is a baby and she's still breastfeeding and how challenging and painful and a lot of different things that she's had to go through while she's a working mom to be able to resist the urge to quit breastfeeding and to be able to give her son the same thing that she gave her daughter. And so sometimes our dreams come true. We get married, we have the kids, we get the job, we get the house, uh, we get the retirement. And then we have to fight this urge to self-sabotage, this urge to stop doing the things that it took to get us where we needed to be, and the urge to lose the joy. And the other big one that we talked about is when it's just taken a long time. I, I did a radio show this week, It's a New Day, and it was about, um, it's by a bishop who hosts the show. And so we were talking about what do you do after you get the word when you go to church? And what about the fact, you know, it, it could take some time. We don't just name it and claim it. It might take time. And how do you hang in there long enough to actually do it? And what if it's taken a really long time? I confess to the group that I had a calling on my life in 2003. And I think in around 2013, 10 years in, I began to think that I understood what it was, but it was actually during the radio show live on Facebook, you can go see it on my page. I had my real epiphany on what it even means. My calling in 2003 in Hartford Memorial Baptist Church with uh, the Reverend uh, Dr. Charles Adams was to do for the church what you did for corporate America. And I've wrestled with that for a long time. And I've given up really on exactly what it meant because I couldn't really understand. And it wasn't until we started talking about leaders in the church and how they want to sort of start fresh and have a new way of communicating with their congregation so that we can all have better results with having our ministries and our visions and our callings and our everyday goals come to pass, that I remembered that that's what I did in corporate America. I helped leaders to like start fresh with their teams and, um, get things aligned and really make them happen. And I'm like, hello. So how do you hang in there? If it's 20 years, 10 years, you've wanted to buy a house, you've wanted to get married, you've wanted to have a love, you've really wanted to do something different in your career. How do you wrestle with the urge to quit and hang in there? And then probably one of the ones that's most relatable for everyone is how do we not quit when we've met the enemy and the enemy is me? Because 
you have a bad habit that keeps you from eating healthy or exercising or having the love relationship you have an attitude adjustment that needs to happen and you can't control your tongue or if you want to climb up the ladder at your office however you just also battling you know not wanting to do everything that it takes in order to do that or you want to be a leader however you know you realize that you have a communication style that just doesn't work so those internal type of situations get in the way of our external goals and so I'm going to be in this back on track 90 day challenge group coaching experience or really taking time to break down exactly what we're going to do. I do want to share with my podcast audience though, and just give you a strategy for winning when you're wrestling with the urge to quit. And one of the most important things, regardless of if it's a dream deferred that you've been trying and trying to do, if it's an internal goal that's blocking you from a lifestyle change, if it's a passion project that you really want to get out in the world and it's taking so long, like with my calling, we have to remember that there are several stages of change, you know, going from not thinking about it to thinking about it to preparing for it and doing all the research that we need to do and take the classes and get organized to action and taking some baby steps along the way and then getting into a maintenance mode. We have to realize between action and maintenance is relapse and it's part of the process. It's normal to wrestle with the urge to quit. It's normal to give up for a time. It's normal to self-sabotage. And when we normalize that and not beat ourselves up and get caught up with the guilt and lowering our own self-esteem because we're not where we want to be, then we can, that's, that's, that's wasted effort. So when we can eliminate that and realize it is normal, there is very few people who get from point A to Z without having some failures, failing forward, without wanting to quit or maybe even quitting for a while. It's normal. You're not going to probably get there without that. And anybody who tells you different, you know, I, we also had some people on the webinar say, well, I never give up. I never quit. I know their lives. I know everything hasn't been rosy and, you know, they just kept and sustained everything that they wanted to keep and sustain. I know that they're not exactly where they want to be. However, it's a mindset that they feel like I don't beat myself up. I just keep on moving. That's different. But sometimes we hear that person and we think, wow, what's wrong with me? I give up and they don't. No, they don't get derailed even by their pressing pause on something or when something doesn't work out it doesn't defeat them
And I think there's something encouraging about the fact that, and it's so interesting in this change model that I study, trans theoretical model of change, the stages of change, not everyone includes the seventh one, which is transformation or transitioning out. There are some schools of thought that believe, believe that um, you always have a problem and you have to work to like keep it at bay. Like you'll always want to give up. You'll always want to have a drink. You'll always want, you know, like with alcoholism. And that may work for some types of habits that you have. However, for reaching goals, that's not always the case. And so I do believe, and many people will add that seventh stage on, which is transformation and transition, meaning that perhaps I had an issue with not eating healthy and now I eat clean and I choose to do it 80-20, 80 percent of the time and I won't have an issue with that and if I do I'll pop right back on it's not an issue anymore so there's hope for us we have to however though realize that we can always get back on track but it takes work so we'll always wrestle with that urge to quit but once we can get over that hump we can stand victoriously on that mountaintop and say that I've won this battle, I've overcome this, here I am. And it's all about that relapse strategy. So what I've been doing is storyboarding. You can see my board up here and I'm not gonna go into all the details, but I was able to look back over the time that I've been uh, you know, experiencing this whole pandemic and the shutdown and look at what my wins were and what my setbacks were. And then I'm going to free up that energy, no guilt, just grieve those things that didn't work out like I wanted, and then pick up the things that I've left behind and go ferociously towards them. And I have a few that I'm going to work on. And for my 90-day challenge, I'm picking one of those, which for me is going to be exercise. I want the wow factor. What did I say here? I'm going to be a workout woman. Wow, workout woman. I want to have the body of Jada Pinkett, Jada Pinkett Smith's mama. I don't know if you've ever seen her. Her body has a wow factor, no matter what age she is. And so I will wrestle with the urge to quit. And I will, though, create a relapse plan, which will include strategies from the things that are driving me towards my goal and the things that are pre preventing or blocking barriers and I will create strategies so when I feel the urge to quit I will grab one of those and go nope I'm going to do this nope I'm going to do that oh I pressed pause for a moment this is how I pick myself back up this is what I will do We can always get back on track, but it takes work. And we can get back on track and we can stay on track. We need strategies to do so. When I get to the peak of my mountain, I will then tell others my strategies for success so that they can adopt those or adapt those for their climb up over their mountain. So I challenge each one of you 
Where do you find yourself wrestling with the urge to quit? And in that area, what have been your wins previously and your setbacks? And what are you willing to go for ferociously? And I recommend doing that for 90 days. Go for it ferociously for 90 days. And when you get to the top, look back and share with others your secrets to your success and how you overcame your setbacks. Until next time.